Welcome to Ranch Raves Questions and Quotes, a podcast where I get to bitch, complain, basically my take on over 50 years on this planet. As always, I am not a licensed clinician, doctor, therapist, lawyer, or Indian chief. I'm just a guy that has certain views, certain opinions, certain thoughts on how things are, how things ought to be, how things used to be, and my life experiences. So I invite you, as always, to sit back, relax, grab a snack, join us for a little fun. Maybe you'll think I'm crazy. Maybe you'll think I'm right on the money. Either way, I always, as always, I look forward to hearing from you. You can reach me at mrrants50 at gmail.com or via my blog at my rrqq.wordpress.com and uh, welcome to the show okay I have one more that I want to talk about tonight and this is another one we haven't done in a while. This is a religious question. Or actually it's kind of a question slash speculation. Because I don't know if there's a real answer. Uh, I do know from what I've learned it isn't definitively uh, explained in the Bible. Uh, but uh, let me let me give you a little backtrack. A little backstory on this. Okay. Um. I've caught up, I started in the 1st of February, I started listening to uh, a podcast, and it's called, uh, let me hang on just a minute, let me pull it up so I can give you the correct name in case you too would like to uh, listen to it, but it is called, where is it, where is it, where is it, it is called The Bible in a Year. Uh, with Father Mike Schmitz. It's done by Ascension. It is free. And basically, over the course of the year, uh, they break it up into like 30-minute segments, and they read the Bible to you. I have always wanted to, in the past, read the Bible, but I get distracted. I get uh, in the, the, the case of... This begat this, begat that, begat that, begat the other, and I just kind of let it fall by the wayside, so I never really made it through. Whereas this, it's 15, 20 minutes a day, I can listen to it, and they break it up, so like, uh, we're, we're right now we're reading Leviticus and Numbers, uh, I'm sorry, Numbers and Deuteronomy. And uh, then they'll, like, read one of the, the Psalms or Proverbs and do all that. But anyway, my question slash speculation is this. So we're on day 80, okay, just so you know. And day 80 is the part where Moses has passed away. And Joshua is just about to lead the Jewish people that have been wandering in the desert for 40 years into the promised land that 
you know, was promised to the the Jewish people after they uh, escaped or uh, left Egypt. Okay, so I don't have a question with it, but I have a multiple multiple part question with this stuff. Okay, at the end of Genesis, everybody was good with the Pharaoh. Okay, the Jewish people were good, etc., etc. Now, by according to the father that, that's reading this, he explained it. About four hundred years have elapsed between Genesis and Exodus. Okay, so at the time in Exodus that Exodus begins, the Jewish people are not doing well with the Pharaoh at that point. So they're considered slaves at that point. And again, uh, I'm new at some of, at this part of the Older Testament. I'm more New Testament, but anyway, uh, so. Again, I'm open to conversation and listening to somebody that's more learned than I am on this topic. Hence, me asking questions. Anyway, back to the point at hand. So they're slaves. So the Pharaoh comes in and says, you know, you can't uh, kill the, the, if they have a, uh, the firstborn child, kill it, blah, 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 blah. So then everybody knows the story of Moses and the and uh, the basket and, and Pharaoh's daughter finds him and they raise him and blah 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 and then he becomes the prophet through God that uh, or the messenger through God that God uses to get the Israeli uh, the the people of Israel out of the bondage under the Pharaoh under Pharaoh and take them to the promised land. Okay, but. I want to know, and I don't mean to be blasphemous about it in this case, because it says that the slavery was so bad that Moses came upon an Egyptian beating uh, a Jewish man, and then he basically beat the heck out of him, And but it was so bad that he had to take off because they would have killed him. So he leaves. He goes away. Okay. But then, so then they go through all the the, the plagues and the you know the locusts and the, the Passover and all that stuff, and then they finally they get to go and Moses parts the the, the sea and they walk up uh, across on dry land and the 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 water comes crashing back in on Pharaoh and his troops and so on. But then they go into this section of. He goes up to the mount to get the Ten Commandments, and while he's up there, they make a golden, a golden calf or a golden uh, idol, and it says that they basically melt it down and they stomp it out so that the the, the gold particles just they're dust. Okay, but then several chapters later, they go into the fact of. This is how big the tabernacle and the Ark of the Covenant should be. This is the type of wood you should use. This is the type of uh, material you should use for the curtains to surround it. Uh, and the clasp should be of gold and silver. And, and it should be this amount by this amount. And it should have gold on this seat, this side and that side. And it should be inlaid with the... Okay, so my point is this. 
because you're probably going, Chris, get to the point. Okay. How bad? Now, when I think of slavery, because the only slavery I am acutely aware of was what was done to the African-Americans as we took them out of Africa and slave trade and how they were treated and how they were abused and how they were treated basically as property and, and whipped and other very uh, heinous things done to them during that time frame. So my point is this. If it's bad enough that Moses almost either does or almost kills the Egyptian that was beating on the Jewish person and that he has to leave for fear of being killed himself. How did they end up with all that shit? I mean, it was bad, but it it wasn't bad. You, you, I know that sounds kind of stupid, kind of crazy, but okay, it was so bad that they could be beat up at whim. They could be killed at whim. But yet, when they left, they had all these damn cattle, all this gold, all this silver, all this fine linen. Uh, and it goes on, you know, into, uh, you know, uh, God is telling them what they should do for for the burnt offerings and, and the, 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 the different, uh, you know, what to do, you know, the sacrifices and so on and so on. So, I mean, from what I know of slavery, and again, this is where the speculation comes in, because obviously I wasn't there then. I wasn't there for our current, you know, history of slavery. But from what I've read, what I've seen, the documentaries I've seen on the African-American plight with slavery and the things that were done to them, they didn't run out of here with gold. You know, when they were finally freed, they were promised 40 acres and a mule. Okay, well, it ain't gold. A lot of them didn't even know how to read and write. But yet, you know, 400, 400, you know, year 400 in the Bible. These guys had tons of shit. Cattle, sheep, oxen. Uh, you know, and I'm not saying life wasn't easy, was easy, but, you know, how hard was the slavery, you know? Because also, like, like it says, you know, when, when they went to get the materials to build the Ark of the Covenant, you know, it said they were, all this stuff was found, you know, all this stuff was there. Now, I know God provided them you know, manna to eat while they were, you know, transversing the, the, the countryside to get to the promised land. But this is the speculation part. Did he just leave piles of gold and this hue wood or, or um, you know, and the fine linens and stuff, you know, just sitting around? I mean, I don't know. So, you know, that's that's kind of my question. How bad was the slavery? Which, again, I don't think we're going to get a definite take on it because we weren't there. And it doesn't say in the Bible. And I don't know anybody that's talked to God lately and has gotten, you know, definite word down on this is the exact, you know, like they used to. Nobody's been 
discussing it one-on-one like that, like they did in, the, in those days. And if they had all this gold, all this silk, all this fabric, all this silver, all these animals, these herds of, of oxen and and sheep and goats and so forth. Yeah, like I said, they all knew how to read. They all knew they, they didn't always listen to Moses, but they knew how to do stuff. So I mean, how bad was it really? Because it doesn't sound like it is ba- as bad as what some of the African American slavery that we can witness through, you know, archival books and, uh, you know, the history that's been passed down from generation to generation because it's still real. I mean, it's, it's not, not that it isn't real, but what I mean is it's, it's in, uh, our, our world, our time frame. you know, we're now in the year 2023. I can't go back to 400 BC and ask, you know, I could probably find, you know, a historian or an African American that, that, that can trace it back, their family roots back, and and then the, the the story and the subject matter and what they had to face actually was passed down. So that we can relate to, but this, who knows? Like I said, did they walk to the to the wilderness and say? Oh, look, there's gold. Oh, look, there's a bundle of satin. Oh, look, there's, you know, uh, there's the hue wood we need. Because it says when they went to go build the Ark of the Covenant, they had all they needed. They had everything for the for the lamps to keep them lit up. They had all the gold and everything else. So, again, did they find it? Or was it part of their, you know, uh, this is what we had when we were, in Egypt under the oppression of the Egyptians because our slaves I don't mean like personally my slaves but in the United States and and in slavery around the world they don't let you have gold they don't let slaves have gold you know like I said the African Americans uh, a lot of them weren't even allowed to learn how to read and write much less keep gold. Much less have sheep and oxen and cows and all that other stuff. Because that was the the plantation owner or the slave owner's property. Because they were considered property. So is it a different type of slavery that they were allowed to after the after the four hundred year you know, before the four hundred year uh, break from Genesis to Exodus, they were doing good with Pharaoh in Genesis at the end of Genesis. So, did they acquire all that stuff? And then, then four hundred years pass, and then, then we go into Exodus, and they say, "Okay, well, they had all that shit, so we'll let them have it." And if that's the case, then how bad was the slavery? I mean, it was it had to be bad enough that they were, you know, they cried out to. To God and God talked to Moses and Moses delivered them out of the out of the land of uh, Egypt and then, you know, and led them to uh, the promised land. So I probably rambled on a little bit about this, but I'm curious. 
which is why I asked the question I asked a couple of religious questions ago about when, well, maybe I didn't, I don't remember, it's been so long, but that leads to another one. When and if you get to heaven, are you going to be all-knowing Or are you going to have to ask questions? Or are you even going to care? I think I did ask this back, back in one of the previous podcasts. Because if I get up to heaven and all that information is just there and I'm aware, I'm knowledgeable of, of ever, all the past, all, the, all that's happened, then great, I don't need to ask questions. If I get up there and I'm just, you know, I'm in the presence of God and and it just flies up the air as it doesn't even matter, then why do we have to learn about it now? Why do we care about it now? Or do we sit there and raise our hand and say, uh, you know, did uh, a thousand insects actually come two by two on the, uh, on the ark for Noah? Uh, you know. Just a thought. Anyway, this is stuff, you know, as we mentioned in the uh, the last podcast about shutting your brain off. This is the kind of stuff that hits me at three in the morning when I'm trying to go to sleep. And I'm going, damn, that's an interesting question. So, as always, if you think you have an idea on it, if you think you know, if you by chance do know, or have a suggestion, or a thought, or, you know, whatever. Please, let me know. I'm interested. I would like to know your take on it. Of course, if you're an atheist, or you don't, or, uh, you know, don't believe in God, then you're going to say, what difference does it make in any way? Who cares? But, I care. I'd like to know. So, as always, hit me back on my blog at my rrqq.wordpress.com. Or feel free to email me at mrrants50 at gmail.com. I really would like to know. And I'm sure as I progress through the the podcast, the Bible, in a year, uh, I'm going to have more questions. So we will probably have a few more of these as we go along. So anyway, uh, give it some thought and uh, give me a shout. And I'll talk to you on the next one.